We back up in this thing. Once again, this is the Did You Miss Me podcast, the best storytelling podcast in the world. And no, this is not a hologram. This is a real thing. Kev on stage is here. We have sanitized. We have prayed over. We have, uh, we've, we've ushered out the spirit so we can usher his spirit in. We got him here. He's in the lab. I blessed him. I blessed this blood. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> the Holy just, Ghost blood, amen. This ain't just so regular weed right and here. And you this know, because he's over. here, you know, I want him to know that he's in a place where he can be accepted. I want him to know that he's in a spot to where he can receive, you know, some good uh -huh. level of understanding. I want him to know that yeah. where he is, is family. Where he is, is home. Oh, Kev on stage, let me tell you something, brother E, man. We thank you for coming over here to the Did You Miss Me podcast, Baptist Church slash Backsliders Association, amen. He's come in, you know, the stage crew. You know, they're making so much money, God. We hope that you spill some of that money over here on us, amen. You know, it started from the bottom, now he's here, amen. He said, huh, I was once on the outside, now I'm on the inside looking out, amen. I mean, Adabisi from the show Oz, amen. That's what his name is. That's what his name is. Oh, oh man, from the wire, amen. He does not have a spirit. <laughs> oh, Philip Michael Thomas, amen. You just start rapping, you just start praying and naming rappers. Oh, I want you to bless these people who are trying to, to hack us, amen, and try and get in here for the Patreon for free. They have been taking advantage of the donate button, amen. They've been donating a dollar and getting the twenty dollar content, amen. Advantage of the donate button. They have taken advantage of the donate button and tore us out the frame. Kev is here, so quick, I'm jumping right in this thing. So I'm in Seattle. I'm doing comedy at Nate Jackson's room. I meet this guy, comes up, usual as he is, right before stage, new comics, and he's like, "Yeah, man." So. I do my stuff clean, man, but you don't check it out tonight. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna check you out, man. So, you know, uh, Nate's like, yeah, man, it's my boy Kev, man. He funny, he funny. You know, he, he clean, but he funny though. You gonna check him out? I was like, all right, I'm gonna check him out. He's I'm gonna always, always make a point to let you know that he clean. <laughs> he clean though, he clean, he clean. You know what he's gonna take? They tell you that on the front end. No, he clean, he clean now. So we, <laughs> we just, I'm watching Just accept that expectation. Yeah, just to accept the expectation. Like, no, no, don't expect it to be no, you know, no, no titty ass joke, dick jokes over here. We straight. So I watch it say, man, Kevin go up there and do his thing, he hit him. I was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, damn, he did all that clean. That was, damn, I ain't did clean stuff in a while. I was like, well, this is rough. I, was like, I, was just, I don't know. They, they drink it in there. They are drinking full Hennessy. They are having extramarital affairs in this place. People are in here not with their wife. And he is in here working clean working his ass off. He's like, yeah, man, I'm starting this YouTube channel. I'm uh, Me and my boys, we're going to do some stuff, man. And, the, you know, Lord, I know, it's the Playmakers. And then uh, he's, he got his son. The next thing I know, I come back, you know, maybe out a year later, come back the next time, his son's been on Ellen. Let's get that going. Son that went viral. No, no, Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz, that's what it was. Dr. Oz. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now I'm, I'm out the loop. Yeah, so his son goes on Dr. Oz, blows up, child comedian and it's it's everywhere and then he comes up again and now that that laughter that was just like yeah he did he did his thing so it was like hey nigga hey i'm in here and y'all know who i am and know what i do and i felt him then his wife was back there and everybody was back there on the side and then i went up and i had one of them nights and he was like man what are you doing in 
kind of get yourself ready for the show. I listened to the Inception soundtrack. Now, I want you to know I've been drinking that whole goddamn day. And I felt so bad the way I just told him that, like, that's what you should do. Like, that's going to make comedy better for you. And then I'm listening to it, and I let him hear it, and he looked at me weirdly. And I proceeded to go out and obliterate this room. And I walked back, like, uh, I felt in my brain, I felt like I was in the Gladiator movie. Like, spare year, spare year. It was only 200 people in there. But, you know, when they drunk, you killed them. He felt like I felt the same way. Man, then I watched this man skyrocket, bro. And I watched his family grow and I watched the blessings come in and I watched him. And then I started working with him, helping him write stuff for his sons over there. Uh, at the beginnings before all deaf was all deaf, when it was just awesomeness TV with Brian Roberts and Russell had a yeah. little space. Awesomeness TV, that's what it's called. Still there to this day, making all this money. Uh, he made Varsity Blues. He made a bunch of classic <laughs> 90s movies. And uh, man, care, bro, Josh, just to see your growth, dog, to see everything. I'm glad you're here. So, welcome to the Did You Miss Me podcast, bro. Long Thank anticipated, you, sir. long awaited. You in here? I am here, man. Listen, you, you know, you talking about Washington. You take me back to the moment I realized, you know, when your wife says, "Okay," she don't really mean okay like that. And um, <laughs> let me tell you how I, let me tell you how I came to that conclusion. And you speaking of Inception, I realized my wife, my whole marriage has been one long Inception movie of her trying to get me to do stuff and making me think it was my idea, uh, <laughs> and teaching me lessons, making me making me uh, find out my own lessons with her mind games. So let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you what happened, Billy, uh, Kev. Let me tell you how I learned my lesson. So. We in college, right? We at the University of Washington. So Melissa stays at the school. I stay in Tacoma. Billy did the show in Tacoma. I live probably about less than 10 minutes from where Nate's club was at. So every Friday, I had just got a new car. Her mom, the first day I got my car, I got it on Saturday. Went to church Sunday. She like, all right, you know, congratulations on the new car. You got to take Melissa back to school. I'm like, hold up. I just, hold on. What you, why? <laughs> That that's y'all, baby. I don't. What you, what you mean? Why I gotta take her back? She said you got a new car. I'm like, yeah, but I mean, I just got it. I the pay, the ink ain't dry. Like I just she's like, no, nah, you gotta take her to school, right? So then I'm like, you know what, nah, mom, you know, you know, Miss Marshall, I'm I'm not gonna take her because I don't even know if this car run good on the freeway. Which I wasn't even lying. I'm like, bro, I ain't really drove it on the freeway like that. I paid seven hundred for it. I don't know how fast it go. Okay, she like. <laughs> I don't know if this motherfucker can get up to 55. Yeah, come on, you asking a lot out of me. I just need to get from the bus station back to my apartment. There ain't no freeway to get there. I ain't really plan on going up and down I-5 on the regular like that. You know what I'm saying? So her mom is like, oh, so you don't want to take her? And I was like, nah, I just feel like it'd be better if y'all take her. She like, okay. I'm like, you know what, hold on, hold on. I, I just don't like the way that went. You know what I'm saying? I was tripping, I was tripping. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I see how, you know, because in my mind, I know I want to marry this girl, but I ain't asked them yet. And I don't want her mom to go back and be like, oh, you wouldn't even take her up to school. Now you want to marry her. You're trying to be a father. You're trying to be a husband. You couldn't even take her. I don't even want to go down that road. I played that tape for it. It don't look good for me. So I'm like, you know what? I'll take her to school, right? So I start taking her every week. Friday, we get out of school. I bring her back home every Sunday after church. After, you know, we go to dinner, I take her back to school, right? And then we move in with each other. Later on in life, we start riding the bus. We start commuting back and forth, 
right? So this one particular day, car running hot, I'm like, look, man, I, I, we, we, I can't be driving you all the way. I'm going I'm to ride the bus with you, okay? I'm going to take you from the bus station back home, and then I'm going to go home. I'm not going to actually drive the whole way to the freeway, okay? So she's like, cool, no problem, right? So we commune together. So she's still in the dorm. We're getting married the next year. I, I go to her dorm, and, and her roommate has a, a quart of Rocky Road ice cream on the counter. And I'm like, bet. I love Rocky Road ice cream. And I go to grab some, and, and my wife's like, yo. I mean, she wasn't my wife then, but she's my wife now. She's like, what you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to eat this ice cream. She was like, Kev, that sat out all night. I'm like, so? I, I like when ice cream softens up. Like, what's the problem? She's like, Kev. <laughs> No, it ain't like That's that. Like, it ain't just take out the freezer. Like, it was, we took it out last night, forgot to put it back in the freezer. Like, you can't eat that. And I'm like, first of all, you don't know my stomach. You don't know <laughs> <laughs> I eat whatever I want, however much I want, I'm going to be fine. She like, hey. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he said, "You don't know my stomach. You don't. You don't, you don't know what my struggle is. You don't know my wall." You don't know because you know. At this time in my life, I'm surviving solely off of ramen noodles, cup of noodles, and waffles. That's all I eat ever from Costco. That's the only way I can survive is is buying them three items in bulk. Trust me, this ice cream is a rare treat. In my life, I need it. I need it. I need to get through the week. Back in your mind, you think that you should see the shit I feed myself. Right. Last night for dinner, I had I had 12 hot sauce packets from Jack in the Box. Trust me. I can, <laughs> I can eat this warm ice cream. So she like, okay. And see, that was the first okay. I thought she was just saying okay. But what she's really saying is, okay, you're going to do whatever you're going to do. And later on, you're going to have to come back and see that I was right. But I didn't know that at the time. So, boom, I eat the ice cream, right? We walk into the bus stop. It's 85 degrees. You know, Washington don't never really get too hot ever like that. Bro, oh, yeah. it's 85 degrees outside. It's 102 in my body. I'm like, bro, it's hot. I don't know why. It's, why is it bruh, so hot? you ain't... You won't, you don't feel that? You the sun is close. <laughs> <laughs> Your stomach is an incubator for that cream you got in there. Oh, bro. My stomach, there is... <laughs> there is a drummer in my stomach, and he having the solo of his life. He auditioning for Diddy's making the band. He... I mean, he, he, he going ham, right? And I'm trying to act like I'm cool because the last thing I want is to give her anything right. I don't want her to ever be right in her life. I'll die. I'll, I'll die before I let you be right. So we walk into the bus stop. I'm, I'm doubled over. She's like, you good? I'm like, girl, go ahead, man. Come on, stop. Stop. Just go. I'm good. I just got to, man, just, just give me a second, man. I got, I got a lot on my mind. You know, when you're trying to hold it, bro, you can't be... You can't be focusing on holding it and and keeping conversation. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, bro. You trying to you hold know? it the whole way. <laughs> and we just walking, right? We just walking to the bus stop. I'm already this. I'm on 10. I'm 105. I got a temperature. I'm sweating outside of my body, right? I'm dying already. So we get to the bus stop. All right, we got a 10-minute wait. She's like, Kevin, listen. We finna get on this bus. Ain't no telling how long we're going to be on this bus. Just go to the bathroom at this subway right here because you're not going to make it. 
And for whatever reason, I took that as a challenge and not help. Yeah. I was I didn't I didn't yeah. take it as I want to help you. You're not gonna make it. I love you. I took it as oh, you don't believe in me. Yeah, okay, you right. don't think I'm a man. You don't think I'm capable of doing what I said I'm gonna do. Now I gotta keep my word. I gotta prove to you that you don't know me. I got I said you don't know my stomach. Now I gotta prove to you. She like, Kev, just go to the subway, right? It's right there. We got 15 minutes. And I'm like, first of all, that subway bathroom key is on a long spoon. Anytime the key's on a long spoon, you know the bathroom is dirty. I'm not finna be doing that, okay? I'll wait till I get home. It's the whole thing. I can relax. You know what I'm saying? Get a magazine. This before cell phones, you could even scroll on cell phone. I get a magazine. I'm a chill. I'm, I don't want to use that bathroom. She like, okay. That's two okays in a, in a 15 minute span. And I've yet to learn my lesson. We get on this bus. Oh, I'm, I'm dying. We get on this bus, right? We move it. It's perfect. Traffic's flowing. Good. I'm cool. I'm, I'm here. See? I'm good. I told you. I told you. Ain't no problem. We good. We come around this corner in I-5 in, 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 in Seattle around Seneca Boulevard. The, the freeway for no reason goes from four lanes to two. And, and all the downtown traffic, everybody getting off work, financial district in Seattle, everybody getting out of school from UW, going back to Tacoma, everybody coming from Boeing. Literally all these freeways converge at the same area. And we all getting on the freeway at the same time. So I'm looking up all perfect on the freeway. I, I, t I do one of these. I look up again, all red lights, as far as your eye can see. I look at her and she like, <laughs> she like, well, if I'm going to sleep. Bro, when I tell you from that moment on, I entered into spiritual warfare with demons inside <laughs> of my body. You understand me? I'm talking about. <laughs> Ah, Whew. okay, okay. Ah, okay, come on, come on, come on, Kev, come on. Yeah, we good, we good. Mm, mm. This is locked down. You, your stomach, hey, they, they marching in there. Oh, they, bro. They, they black I, HBCU band marching in your stomach right now. They, oh, there's a, there's a, there's a drum major, Billy. There's a drum major, he high stepping. Hey, the Here come the girls. I'm like, yo, y'all going off in here, bro. It's a step show. It's a, it's a, it's a step show happening over here. I'm like, hey, this is Stop the Yard, Drumline, all every black movie. <laughs> it's the, I heard Frankie Beverly make. <laughs> I mean, we doing the wobble. I'm like, bro, it's everything black that, <laughs> that requires movement right happening in my stomach, bro. So I keep looking over her. She's asleep. So I'm going, I, I probably, it's probably an hour, 15 minute ride. And I'm fighting for an hour and 10. Okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying to sit up. At this point, we're about three exits away from the, from the bus depot. And I'm dying. I'm like, you know, I'm pooting a little bit. And it's open up, close up, open up, close up. 
and the time, it's like contraction. The amount of time between each is coming faster and the open up close up is short. So I'm like, man, this happening, this happening way more often. And I <laughs> and my ability to control it is I'm, I'm talking, is happening. Oh, bro. A little bit. That fucked me up. Right? I'm looking at my backpack, bro. I'm like, bro, at this point, I gotta do it with my backpack. Like, I'm not going to make it. So I literally opened it up and I'm like, man, this backpack was $45. These sweats was $12. It was just a financial decision at this point. If I was wearing $45 sweats and a $12 backpack, I would have do it in that backpack right on the bus. <laughs> so I'm getting there and we finally get to the exit and this is where I mess up, right? This, this depot in Tacoma had just been built right by the Tacoma Dome, brand spanking new, humongous bus depot, new parking, shiny toilets. I mean, clean everything, right? We get to the red light and my mind looks and sees the depot my mind goes inside up the stairs into the bathroom opens up a urinal sees a perfectly pristine clean white toilet and that's where it clicked in my body at that moment once my mind has seen oh this is this is a toilet oh we we close enough okay your body's like bro we just like when you get to the house you've been holding it holding it holding it once you get your key in the door your body like oh good we close enough the, the toilet right around the corner <laughs> So we hit that red light and it was like, it was like saving private Ryan, storming the beaches of Normandy. It was like, look to the man to the left of you. Look to the man to the right of you. Everybody go, 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 go. I'm not talking about everything's happening at once. And I'm literally, oh my God, oh Jesus, 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 Jesus. I'm praying, Billy, Kev. I am praying, I am asking for forgiveness of sins from when I was a child. I'm like, God, if you get me through this, I, will, I know I stole the Raisinets when I was six. I went, I got lost, I stole the Raisinets from the commissary. I, I, I never apologized for it, God, and I, I apologize to you now, and I ain't never did it before. And then I said, you know, I stole them shoes in the 10th grade, and that was really my brother, God. And I, I, and I wore the shoes, God. I wore them until the bottom fell out, God. And I apologized because I knew it was wrong. But there was them hyper dunks, God. And I, you know, we, we couldn't afford it, God. And I, I'm, if you get me out of this, God, I'll serve you for the rest of my life. I'll serve you. I'll, I'll join a monastery. <laughs> I'll go to seminary, God. <laughs> you get me out of this. I know I be falling asleep in church, God, and that's me. I gotta, I gotta be a man about that. I gotta be a man about that and say I fell asleep. I did, I did that. I, I did. I, I, I did that, I God. Person who did that. Brother. That's me, God. That's me. Your child. So, Kim, your so, son, so, God. so you see the depot. Your 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 oh, your, your book really? is opening up. You're trying to fight it. You're fighting to keep it closed. What is your wife doing? Still sleep. No, no. You know what? At this time, she been sleep every look over. Every look over. By the time I'm losing control of my religion, she wakes up. Everything okay? Why you gotta do that? Why you gotta do that? <laughs> you know what that everything okay was? The everything okay was, I told you not to eat that ice cream. That's what I told you to use it before you left. Now this is what you get. I hope you I hope you I hope you shit on yourself. I hope you release on yourself right now so you can understand you should listen to me. That's exactly what it was, Billy. That's exactly what it was. We get to the final red light. There's one I'm talking about the depot 
is right there. I see the light green. I'm like, bro, you just punch it and you make this green. We're good. Green turned yellow. I'm like, bro, he ain't going to go for it because he's a bust. He a bust. He can't risk it. He got 56 passengers. He can't risk it. He see that yellow. He, he back off. Back off the gas. Smooth on the brakes. He stops that bus. And the last jolt of the bus just loosened up the back. Just enough. Unlocked the door. And I had held my butt muscles together for so long. They didn't have enough to come back one, together. I had, they, I, they had maxed out on the bench. No spotter. And I'm sitting there feeling my butt open up. And I cannot close it back. I'm feeling it open. <laughs> and I'm doing the stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm doing the stuff to keep it closed. You're doing it. And it's just like, nah. No. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> nah, we coming out. I sit out. there. Oh, we coming out. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, this, this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> this is happening. She looking at me like, you can't be the father of my kid. I can't walk down the aisle with you. I can't, I can't trust you with no lot. She looking at me like, you, are you doodling on yourself? I'm looking at her like, this is your fault. You should have told me to go to the bathroom. So I told you, I was like, but you did not persuade me. Why you let me listen to myself? So I sit there, 21 years old, 20 years old, 20 years old. This is something before I got married. And it's all over me. Can't stop it. Out the shorts, down the leg. Now I got to get up on the bus. I'm on the back of the bus. Shouts to Rosa Parks. Back of the bus. Walking to the front, feeling it go bloop, 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 bloop. It gets caught. Some of it get caught. You know you wear the windbreakers that got the, the rubber band at the bottom? It's caught in the leg part as I'm walking. <laughs> Going to the bathroom. Uh, this nigga shit himself. <laughs> so what are other people saying y'all in the back so at least the other people is getting off first nobody but her knew what happened which made it worse see if it was everybody i could have shared in the embarrassment we all messed up oh man that's that dude it was not that many people on the bus they all gone by the time i get off so i'm just watching her watch me live in my filth and she just embracing every moment of not having to say, I told you so. She never actually had to say, I told you so. She just looked at me like. We get to my apartment. I'm like, look, let me just, just, just stay in the car. Just, just stay in the car. I got to throw my favorite hoop shorts. Because, you know, back in this time, we used to wear hoop shorts under all our pants just in case the game of 21 popped off. Pop off anywhere. You got to pop off anywhere. You, you got to be ready with the shorts un underneath. You tripping if you didn't bring no shorts to school and you had them. Like, you know you're supposed to have them. Like, come on, what you doing? Come on, bro. You know we can hoop at any time. Anytime. <clears throat> I got to throw the shorts in the trash at the bus station. I got to ride home, no draws, no shorts, just windbreaker wet on my body, in the car, wet. Go home, take a shower, drop her off. We didn't speak the rest of the weekend. Don't talk to me. Wow. Man, so when, you, when it was time to go back wife. to school, how did like, that work? Listen, his wife was still marrying this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about it? We didn't talk about it 
It, never again. Ever, ever. Never till I start telling the story. Years later, I told the story at a barbecue. She ain't never brought it up, never told nobody. They dying at the barbecue. I tell her like three, four barbecues one summer. I'm like, man, I should put this on stage. Put it on stage. It became my closer for the first shoot, year and a half, two years of my comedy. It was the, it was a killer on stage. But for my confidence, bro, I never recover. Listen, well, you ain't got to worry about recovering because when we come back, we got more Kev on stage. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back right after this. What's up, people? It's your boy Kevin Dale from the extension 130 of the Digital Mission Podcast. Today's episode of the podcast is being brought to you by our good friends over at Raycon, makers of the Raycon E25 Everyday Earbuds. Listen, when you travel as much as I do, the one thing you need is a good quality pair of earbuds, okay? And possibly maybe a suitcase and your ID and wallet, phone time. Okay, it's a lot of things you need, but one of the most important things is a good pair of earbuds. And thanks to the Raycon E25s, that's exactly what I have now. A stylish, comfortable pair of earbuds that fit right into my ear. No stems, no cords, or anything like that, making it simple for me to get through the airport. Not to mention six hours worth of playing time. So now those long flights that used to bother me, no problem. I got six hours worth of playing time. And on top of all of that, it's half the price of the premium brand earbuds out there on the market. There's no wonder that certain celebrities like Melissa Etheridge, uh, Brandy, Ray J himself, Mike Tyson, and everybody's favorite shooter, Mr. J.R. Smith, all support Raycon E25 everyday earbuds. And guess what? I'm here to help you get your own pair. Yeah, they already have the price of those premium brands. But not only that, I'm going to give you 15% off by going to Raycon.com slash did you miss me? That's Raycon.com slash did you miss me? D-Y-M-M. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Raycon.com slash D-Y-M-M and get you a 15% discount off your next pair of Raycon earbuds. We back up in this thing. Welcome back. This is the Did You Miss Me podcast. Best storytelling podcast in the world. Thank you for all our Patreon subscribers. Make sure you come over there and join us at DidYouMissMePodcast.com or go to Patreon.com backslash DidYouMissMePodcast and get exclusive content, special deals on merchandise and stuff you won't see nowhere else and early releases of episodes. We got Kev on stage here, man, and we, oh, that last story, bro. Nuts. <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> Fool, have you ever dealt with anything like that? Hey, listen, let me tell you something. I, I haven't really dealt with something like that, but it made me think about a similar story. Um, so a couple of years ago, I was dating this chick named Tanya, and like, I was really, I was really into her, and I really like thought that this was like gonna be the chick that I married. You know what I'm saying? I met her on a movie set. We yeah. was doing like a little B movie in Chicago, and uh, we had all we had all these scenes together and shit. Oh and yeah, like, that, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. You you got a whole wife out of that. <laughs> yeah, me and my wife did a movie together. That was it. We was we was a, she was number one on the call so, sheet. About, I was like, oh yeah, I got look, to have you. Look, I'm looking. I'm looking at your situation and what I got going on. Look, now she she tall, light skinned, model-esque. You know what I'm saying? Now, I don't have a problem with dark skinned women. I just happen to say light skinned because I'm describing what the woman looked like. You got to clarify. You better yeah, clarify. You gotta put that yeah, out. You know, somebody like, got I, it. I don't just date light skinned women. I'm just. There saying, was a deep piece being typed up about you. Right you now. Don't respect black women at all. Colorism is back on the Did You Miss Me podcast. In a full of I thought this nigga was conscious. He had dreads. He ain't shit. No, I love all colored women. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But 
this woman happened particularly happened to be light skinned, very tall, model S type. Uh, you know, so I'm like, okay, I like her. You know what I'm saying? So we we doing a few scenes. We got a little we got a little kissing scene and all this shit. So all this go down. I we you know it's it, it's getting nice. It's getting nice and heavy. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm I'm I don't know if she's just a great actor or if what I'm seeing right here is real. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like. We kissing down here, and it's like, it's some bullshit. But up here, I feel something, I see something. Like, I see, you know, and I don't know. So if the bitch is a great, if she, if she acting good, she killing, she getting me. Cause I'm, I'm in there, I'm, my heart is open. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm, we, we, I, I, I asked her out on a date. We go out a couple times, you know what I'm saying? And uh, <laughs> So you didn't ask one of your castmates out, you Jason Mitchell now. You didn't just went out here and just said, you know yeah, what? I'm, I'm out of control. <laughs> You I'm, you I'm, I'm, I'm taking the pretend scene <laughs> to real life. You like, at least this I can say I never had a love scene with my wife. I watched my wife do a love scene with somebody else, but it wasn't me that was doing the scene to be like, hey, you know, you really you really want me to do this for real? So look, I'm like, okay. Uh we go out once or twice, you know what I'm saying? And uh like, you know, I'm really feeling shorty. So she um uh, we 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 out on a date and she never drinks, and I keep, you know, hey, you want to drink? I'm always offering to drink because I be drinking, you know what I'm saying? So shit, <laughs> I don't want to sit there looking like a goddamn drunk because she, I'm the only motherfucking drinking. So we go out, we go out. The second date we go out on, we get to drink. We have I'm having drinks. Uh, I go outside. I'm drunk. I go to bring the car around. As I'm bringing the car around, I'm drunk as hell, and I pull up in the front and I gotta pee. So I jump out, I run to the back in the alley, and I start peeing, right? Now as I'm peeing, some people come walking down the alley. It's, uh, it's two Mexican dudes and a Mexican girl, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so I'm like, okay. Yeah, I ain't tripping. I'm pissing. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing my thing. I'm in the alley. Shit. This is what people do in the alley. They pee. You know what I'm right. saying? So as they walk past. Run like you was in the alley start, doing ballet or some shit. Yeah, like <laughs> they walk past. They start talking about me as if I'm just the most disgusting motherfucker ever to walk the face of the earth. This motherfucker's just out here pissing. Just look, look, motherfuckers. Niggas ain't shit. Niggas ain't shit. Now, the fact that they keep saying niggas and they using that R very, way harder than I'm using it right now. And they Mexican and it's bothering me. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm from Chicago and in Chicago, black and brown don't really mix too well. You know what I'm saying? We get along with the Puerto Ricans real good. But when it comes to Mexicans, it sometimes we get a little, you know. So I'm in there and I'm like, uh, I, I'm pissing and I hear all this shit going on. They talking shit. And he just nasty, nasty ass nigger. This nigga's nasty. I, I said, hey man, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? We in a goddamn alley, man. I'm pissing. Man, y'all goddamn busy. So the nigga was like, hey man, shut the fuck up. So he tells me to shut the fuck up before I get my ass whooped. I'm pissed now, nigga. <laughs> pissed? You, you pissed, pissed off and I'm pissed. And somebody off. about to get pissed. Nigga, I turn around. And pee on this nigga a little bit, like like on this <laughs> on his shoe leg, like cabinet. So when I do that, the other nigga swing at me. I jump back, 
zip up and, and run to the front of the club, right? Because <laughs> I'm trying to get to my car because there's two of these niggas. I'm like, I got something in the car that's going to help me out. So I'm trying to get to the car. So as I'm taking off towards the car, these niggas chase me down, right? <laughs> so we get to fighting. I'm fighting one of them in front of the goddamn club. I'm fighting this nigga. We're going back for bah, 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 bah. So the other nigga is gone. I don't know where he at. As I look up, this nigga's walking back. He's got a club in his hand. You have, when the last time you see the club? Like the- the, the, the steering wheel thing? Yes, nigga. He pulls that bitch out as he's walking towards me. I'm like, oh shit. So I'm fighting the other nigga. I see this coming. He swayed. I tackle this nigga. We tear the whole goddamn door down on the front of the club that I'm at. I'm at the Excalibur in, in, uh, New, in Chicago. Uh, my man, uh, his name was his name was Muhammad. Muhammad sees me, right? He runs out there. He big tall nigga. Uh, he like fool. What the fuck you doing? I'm like, hey man, these niggas try to jump me. So, <laughs> you know, I'm on the floor with one of these niggas. The other nigga is fucking me up from behind while I'm on top of this nigga. Right? Shorty walks up and grabs me and pulls me out. Like, I don't know how she pulled me from in between these two niggas. She pulls me, she grabs me and starts kissing me in the mouth. And what? tries to calm me down. Like, this is her way of making me calm down. She's like, shit, shh, 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 chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out. Relax, 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 relax. So I calm down, I get in the car with her. The police pull up. The police wanna, the police talking shit. I'm trying to argue with the police and fight with the police. The police talking shit like, you already got your ass whooped one time. You want us to whoop your ass too? I'm like, I ain't getting my ass whooped. First of all, I was fucking both of them niggas. It's two of them. I'm recapping the fight. Now, when it first kicked off, I punched the first nigga two times. The other nigga came up. I got him three times. I'm, re I'm giving them a whole recap. So they, like, I'm incriminating the fuck out of myself. Yeah, you're telling yourself. You're cautioning so, your goddamn self. She finally get me back in the car. We pull off. We start riding. I'm steady talking to her in the car. I'm like, man, I need to go have a drink. I need a drink. I need a drink bad as hell. So she's like, all right, we'll go somewhere else to get a drink. So we stopped by uh, Francis, which is a nightclub in Chicago that's owned by a friend of mine named Marlon Mitchell. He's also a comedian. So we get there. Marlon see me. He's like, yo, what up, baby? I'm like, what up, man? man look, man, I need a drink. Who up the bed? I got my girl with me. So, so we go in, we sit down, we start, I start drinking. So yeah. I steady keep trying to ask her, hey, do you want a drink? She's like, nah, I don't want nothing to drink. I'm good. So I'm like, I really want to know why this bitch don't drink. Now, she didn't told me before. You know, something happened back in college, you know what I'm saying, a long time ago, and I don't drink because of that. You know what I'm saying? It just got out of control, and I just, you know, I don't do no drinking because, so in my mind, I'm like, I need to get some drinks in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> like, how you out of doing control, the opposite? You out of control is what you want. What do you want to do? So I'm steady trying to get her to drink. She don't want to drink. I don't know what the problem is. So I got them to have a I, I tell her, hey, let's have a, uh, I said, let's get up out of here. So we leave. We go back to my house. Now, we done been kicking it for a minute. This is finally the night. It's all about to happen. So I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I done been drinking. I already had a fight in front of her. She didn't see me get out. I, like, you know what I'm saying? Now nah, I'm finna fuck the horse shit out this one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so we back at the house, right? She she tells, she say, uh, 
I'm still trying with the drinks. You know what I'm saying? Because I got drinks at the house. I'm, you want to have a little glass of wine? I said, like, I know you don't drink hard liquor. How about a little glass of wine? She like, nah, I'm good. You know, blah, blah, blah. So I say, hey, man. I said, can we talk? He was like, yeah. I was like, uh, what is it with this whole thing with the not drinking? Like, what happened in college that's got you, like, so fucked up about drinking? I was like, because I like to drink, and I would love for you to have a drink with me sometime. You know what I'm saying? I don't be trying to, you know, like, I ain't trying to turn you out or nothing. I just want to know what the fuck. So she like, okay, I'm going to tell you the story. I was like, all right, cool. What's, what's, what's going on? She was like, so... That when they exhale like that, that's you know it's some. You already know you signed up for too much. You ain't ready for what you put in here. Okay, so it was college. I was in college. You know, shit be wild in college. I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, it do. I ain't been in there by this college, so I don't know the fuck she's talking about. But whatever. You know what I'm saying? Of course, of course. Uh, she get wild in college. I remember my days in college. It was out of control. So, so she, uh, she instead of telling me about, uh, you know, she like, it's, yeah, I was in college, you know, she get wild. And like, we was so, I was out, it was homecoming. I'm with the football team. I'm like, oh, oh shit. shit. It's oh. always the football team. Team Never hear nothing about no other. The baseball team don't never do nothing. The swim team try. They get married and shit. They, <laughs> the baseball team don't do shit. Them football niggas be raping and, and pillaging. <laughs> <laughs> so she's steady telling me. So she starts out telling me. She's like, yeah, you know, I was with the football team and we it was homecoming. You know, I was on the track team. And they had just one. So, you know, all the teams be like real close and affiliated and we all fuck with each other and hang out. And so we drinking and stuff. And I'm like, oh shit, this bitch fucked the football team. Goddamn, I can't marry the bitch that fucked the whole football team. So she starts telling me about what happened. She says, so we drinking, we at the, um, we at the, uh, the the school and we leave the school we get back to the hotel we hanging out you know what i'm saying everybody drinking and she's like people start leaving and blah 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 she's like so i went home and i was like what she's like yeah i went home i was like oh and so you 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 took somebody with you from from the football team she's like no i went home by myself i was like Okay. Yeah, I got home and like I laid down and I went to sleep. And when I woke up the next morning, I had shit in the bed. <laughs> so, <laughs> and she, now look, the bitch likes to sleep naked. Oh. This is her thing. She don't sleep with no clothes on. So she didn't shit on herself. That shit in the bed with her like a second person this shit there i am dying laughing i'm also relieved as fuck that she didn't fuck the football team i'm like i'm definitely marrying this woman because she did not fuck the football team so now i'm like girl that's it <laughs> get the fuck out of here man 
So I make her feel good about the whole situation. I tell her it's no big problem, nigga. I'm like, look, fuck that. Girl, that was once in a lifetime you had to fuck up. You know, how many times? I am shitting on myself. I peed on myself, all kind of things. I say, look, that's some wine with me, man. We had a couple glasses of wine, nigga. We fucked like animals all goddamn night. I was so glad that I gave that woman that wine and got her going. Nigga, when I woke up the next morning, if, if as God is my witness, there was a pile of shit in that goddamn bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to kill this bitch. <laughs> Oh my! Mom. What happened? You ain't believe her, nigga. I, she's like, and she's looking at me like, nigga. I told you, like, what the fuck? I was, and it was like, bro, I just, I couldn't believe it. Like, I had rolled and like my knee kind of hit it a little bit. That's how, I, that's how I knew. So I woke up, I looked, I was like, I say, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, wake up! Hey, wake up! Are you? Hey, hey! Nigga, <laughs> Tanya did let my bed have it. You hear me? I'm mad than a motherfucker, bro. That's awesome. Never in my life experienced no shit like that. Man, you know, you that's Literally. why you don't force people to do stuff, dog. You can't force nobody to do something they don't want to exactly. do. Because when you force somebody to do something they don't want to do, you're going to get an adverse reaction or you ain't going to be ready for the response that you get. What you it, get ain't what you're going to want. It ain't what you're going to want. Kev, you know, you hear it. You made me think about this time in my church. It's funny that you say this about this fool. You said that about that woman. All right, I'm talking to this girl. Her name is Cherry. Cherry's fine. Super fine. Like, her name beautiful. is Charity. No, Cherry. C H E R R Y. Oh, if you're a Patreon.com subscriber, you're gonna see the picture of what she looks like. I'm on one of her to be a stripper. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey, your child, hey. Cherry. Nigga. Hey. So listen, I couldn't believe it. I'm sitting there like, all right, man. She's she's so fine. So uh, we talking. I'm like 20. I'm like 25 at the time. 26. About to be 26. So we go to uh raw sushi to go eat. I'm, I'm at the sushi spot. We talking. We just having a little dinner, a little sushi. That was my thing. I love taking people to eat sushi they never had none before. So this time, it's like my second or third time going out with her. I was like, what you doing? She was like, well, me and my dad, we at Soup Mart right now. And um, I'm about to leave here and then take him back home. I said, well, look, why don't you bring your dad by raw sushi? You eat sushi? He ain't never had it before. I was like, oh, yeah, bring him by. Now, it's happy hour at Raw Sushi, so I can get three or four appetizers of sushi rolls. I can get sake bombs for $2. Then I know the bartender, so he's going to give me what I want because I'm going to tip him a dub. He already know. I didn't already gave him $20 when I came in there. You know how I do this. So I'm ordering up everything. Edamame, little green beans with the little peas in the middle of them. When you see when women see that, and then now I'm doing this in front of her daddy because I really liked her, you know, it was cool. So my mind and my brain, I'm like, okay, I promised my sister, the only thing I got to do is I promised my sister that she was speaking at Bible study at my church that I was going to go by there afterwards. I promised her that. So that was going to be my thing that I was going to do. So, but this wasn't going to take long because this is in the middle of the daytime. It's like 4.30, 5 o'clock. Bible study ain't until like 7.30, almost 8 o'clock. 
So we sitting there, a daddy there, he cool, typical old cat, you know what I'm saying? He got his little, you know, he got his little tennis shoes on, his little all-white shell toes, his little jeans, he got his polo shirt unbuttoned, you know what I'm saying? He got the little gold chain on top of the, on, on the outside, under the shirt, you know what I'm saying? I can tell. A lot of the polo is a choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know, you you know what I'm talking about. He got the little hat on, he did the brim build, you know what I'm saying? So uh, he's sitting there, you know, his beard is all gray. So he's like, oh man, so uh, you out here hanging out with baby girl? That's all right, man. So so you do you do comedy and stuff, huh? You like Steve Harvey? That's a fly cat, man. I seen Steve Harvey back in Chicago. You know, I was up there running running around back then between there and Indianapolis and Cleveland. I was all up through the Midwest. Yeah, man, I know such so he started naming people. I'm like, bro, I don't know none of these people you talking about. So my sister was like, hey, bro, don't be late because I know you're gonna be late, and if you really gonna come, please come. So I'm told Cherry, I was like, look, I'm going to go to my um to my sister's. Uh, thing she's doing at Bible study. She's speaking when I leave here. That's where I'm going. She was like, "Oh, I'll go with you," and I was like, "Yeah, you, you know, if you don't, you don't have to. It's nothing major. It's just Bible study." And she was like, "Yeah, I'll go with you." And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." And I was like, "Pops, you can come if you want to." He, oh man, you know, church that ain't, you know, that ain't really my thing, man. I said, "Now, now, I done had two drinks. Now the conviction that came over me, I still lightweight feel like this is a sign that God wants this man to go to church today." So I'm like, no, nah, man, come on. It's, it's, just, it's Bible study. My church not even like that. Windsor Village, we laid back. You can wear what you got on. Oh, I got to change clothes. How old are you at the time, Bello? 27. Okay. Like 20, between 25 and 27, somewhere in there. I, I, I think I'm 26, to be specific. I think this is when I'm 26 at the time. Okay. So we leave from Rasushi. We go to church. We in there. Pastor's giving his word. I'm feeling good. My sister goes up. She reads her poem. It's inspirational. We sitting there, me, Cherry and her daddy. And so the pastor's talking, and uh, I feel good, like I done accomplished something. And they were like, you know, are any visitors here? Stand up. So he stands up, everybody else stands up, they sit down, and he's like, well, you know, God put a calling on your life today. He came here, there's a reason he gave. And now, you know, somebody in here, there's somebody in here who, who's, who has something that has a stronghold on them. Something is locked on to you, which you can't get rid of it. And you want to get rid of it, I want you to release it. I want you to release it today. I want you to bring it up here to the altar and let it all go. I'm looking around, so man gets up. He walks up to the altar. They start praying with him. Another guy gets up, goes to the altar. Another lady gets up, goes to the altar. She takes her cell phone. She puts it up there. And so the pastor's going around. He's talking to the people that's up there. He's like, what are you letting go of today? Uh, well, uh, I feel bad because, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm on my phone and I put my job before I put my family in God. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to being on here gambling and I uh, gamble too much. So I'm like, all right, no big deal. I ain't tripping on that. I'm the next lady, she, the next person up there is a lady. So what are you looking at? What is your thing, ma'am? Well, um, I, I'm a shopping addict and I'm not tithing like I should. And, you know, I feel like that's what's keeping me from getting there because I put my, my money aside over my family and what I'm not supposed to do. And so he's like, you know, God, is somebody else is still in here that needs to be reached and ministered to. <laughs> I look over. I hear, I see movement. I'm thinking, all right, daddy going to go to the bathroom. This girl, daddy going to the bathroom. And this is my first time meeting this man. This man that got up and walked, he walking up to the front. And he puts his hands up like this, like he a champ. He was like, he yells out, victory, victory, victory. <laughs> so the church is in an uproar. 
Now, now the men's chorus is behind the 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 pastor up in the up up there singing. So they all stand up because it's a brother that came up there. Yeah, ooh, 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 let it go, let it go. My sister clapping. She don't know I know this dude from meeting him early, and so. Cherry looks at me and I look at her, I'm like, what's your, what's your daddy? What's, what's going on? I'm, I don't know what's, I don't know what's going on. So now, cause we in the area. So now everybody looking at where he came from. And so I'm just looking at like, man, what in the hell's going on? She starts, starts getting tears in her eyes. I'm like, oh man, what, what is happening here? He's, he hasn't been in church or done anything like this ever in my life. I can't remember this. I was like, what, what? Bro, do you know this man gets to the front and he says, Pastor, you, your word, it just set me free. It set me free. He said, what you turning loose? And he said, here, open your hand up. And he slapped him in the hand with, with, with something. And I was like, what's going on? I'm looking. And the whole church is quiet. And the, and the pastor looked down in the hand. He said, oh, oh, brother, it's all right. It is all right. It's all right, all right. Who brought you here today? Who brought you here today? Uh, my baby girl, Cherry. I love you, girl. And I know I know what happened to me and your mama was messed up. But uh, we we on a different path, and I'm glad that you let me back in your life. And I hope you this young man that brought me in today, you Mr. Sorrell, Billy Sorrell, the comedian guy, I'm proud of him too, man, because he inspired me to come in today. And he told me this was a place I would be accepted. And I just want to let y'all know, people here, that uh, cocaine ain't going to have a stronghold on my life no more. That's right. This bag of cocaine is not going to run me, Pastor. It's not going to run me. So the, the whole crowd is going nuts. And they, yeah. And so, dog, I'm looking. I'm like, oh, this. And so I'm tripping out. I'm gave like, it to the <laughs> they gave it to the pastor. The church, the church clapping, the male chorus. He washed me white and stone. <laughs> he washed me. He it's washed a red alert. me. Right at that stone. They going, he crying. It's like that scene in the Players Club when Luke got there. He was like, it's the money upstairs. Everybody ran to the like, somebody couldn't stay. Oh, they, they singing. Everybody going hard. Yeah, hey, hey, man. So now I'm just trying to get out of there. I'm like, man, everybody come pat me on the back. That's how you bring them in. That's how you bring them in. And so <laughs> Sherry, she done grabbed hands with me. She's like, my dad's been on crack for some years and been having drug problems. So I'm just glad he's trying to get cleared up. And uh, my mom was smoking. And so they say, I'm a crack baby. I'm like, I'm getting all this information. Oh. Like, all, all this info. All this info. And so I'm, try, I'm trying to get to the car. I'm going to leave them. I do not know you people like that. I'm now, you're, you got a lot. I don't want to deal with this. And then so now, dude, dudes is coming up to me. Yeah, man, I met your, your, your future stepdad, your father-in-law, man. That's a good guy, man. That is a good guy, man. That's good, man. You 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 brought that girl in the church, and you're doing the right thing, man. Stay stay in that woman's life. I'm like, man, no, nah, nigga, like, wait a minute. This is not. This, I'm this done. Not I'm out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. I'll get to the car because I'm trying to leave them. I get to the car. Guess who at the car smoking a cigarette? The daddy. I don't know how he done got out the church so fast. He leaned on the car. And he looked me dead in the eyes, and he said to me, did you did miss you me? God damn. Took the ass around the world and dropped their ass off. This has been another episode of the Did You Miss Me podcast. Man, the best storytelling podcast in the world. Special guest today, Mr. Kev on stage. Thank you for coming through here, man. Bro, I appreciate hey, y'all. We had it. Hey, man, tell them where they can check you out at. I'm not sure they already are. You got podcasts for yourself. What you got? Uh, Kev on stage everywhere, man. Kev on stage on YouTube. Kev on stage studios as well. Uh, all social media, man. Kev on stage. Look me up, man. Watch a video. Stay for a while. <laughs>